Hey, it's Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Clive Pearson here, the bass player, Desolation Angels. Evening. Great to be chatting to you tonight. Congratulations on such an amazing album. It's been a while since Desolation Angels released anything. Why the wait? And now release date is nearly upon us. What's the feeling like in the camp? Well, with all the reviews you've having and reading your review as well, that's, you know, we're very, very um, up for this because... Um, we feel that the album, it's a, it's a very good um, product. And funnily enough, we have released an EP um, that was with singer Ian Coley Davies, um, Sweet of the Meat. So we did release an EP three or four years ago, two or three years ago. So that we have done that, four tracks, five tracks on that EP, but this is the next album. And we've been uh, yeah, working on it for quite a while. Um, yeah, we, it took a little time to get the, all the songs that they were that would suit the album so there was a lot of writing in the background between Sweet of the Meat and the release of this album. Which is your favourite track on King Today and why? I think the one that keeps coming back is to, for me as a bass player obviously you're thinking of certain other ways you listen to the music has got to be Turn of the Screw personally that's my I think that's my that's one of the favourites that I have at the moment but also, Devil Scent, Hellfire, Run to the Core, yeah, it's a, it, it varies. But Turn of the Screw always comes back up. If I want to play one from the album, I'll probably play that one. Yeah, that's mine. I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's got, yeah, I think the bass, the bass just pushes that song along for me. Yeah, it just keeps that song right in the, in, in the, in the proper groove. Talk about the end. 
did you guys have a vision for the direction of the album or did it all just sort of gel along the way? It was really written, the, the you know, Desolation Angels are all riff-based, um, right? You know, their music's very twin guitar. So it's really between the two guitarists. I think they, they, they had a quite a, a long um, time experimenting with a lot of different riffs and coming up with a lot of different ideas. So... For me personally, I, I was given the bass and I put together the bass lines. But when the whole song finally came together and the vocals and everything, wow, it was something that, yeah, all fell together. It was amazing how once we put the vocals on and everything, yeah, it really did feel that, yeah, those songs were worth taking that time to put together and make sure that everything fitted. And, it was a it was a good feeling once we heard the song in its entirety. The album cover is awesome. It's a proper old school metal. Did you guys have a lot of input into the design, or was that just left to the artist? Yeah, that was very... I, I don't know if you're aware, um, because there was an initial, an initial cover that we had released as under the blue cover, then Dissidents have got the red mm -hmm. cover. So, yeah, the the artwork itself, that was all down to Rob, Robin, Rob Branch, the guitarist. He, he put that whole art package, that whole thing together. So it's all, it was all his ideas on the, the, the cathedral and the, 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 you know, the, the devil's horns. Mm -hmm. And he put that together and when we signed to Dissidents, they then, with their marketing knowledge, they said, look, we need to get this more, you know, different colour, more dark. So they brought this red one, the red sort of version of that photo cover um to release on that on there on their their album under dissidence so we so the, the original artwork was really very um a long thought process and it was put together by rob who's an excellent um artist as a, as a graphic artist as well as a, as a guitarist and also i think it looked really good blowing up copy on your wall at home or would it scare your neighbors and that when they come around yeah um i think i need a bigger house and all because i need i need like a you know like a a, a studio to start with <laughs> would be nice but if, once the vinyl comes out with dissidence yes I, I have to get that put in a frame with a cd and stick it on my wall somewhere in the hallway or in the stairway in the stair the stairwell Absolutely, it has to go up. Yep, it has to go up with the others. I do tend to keep posters and things from gigs that we've done, and you know, memorabilia like that will be important. So that's got to be one for the, the the wall somewhere in the house. You have an album launch night in London in March. Are there any plans to get further afield in the UK and abroad? Yes, the twenty third of March. It's, that's at the Devonshire Arms in Camden. Yep, that's when the album will officially be available to purchase and be launched. Um, and Fortunately, dissidents who you know got a lot of um, connections. They've, they'll be working on getting us a lot more exposure and marketing and distributing the album. So we've got quite a few gigs um, in the UK. We're at the Underworld in May. Um, we're in Norwich in August. There's another one in um, Welland Garden City. We've got, I say, a gig every six, seven weeks in the UK. 
I'm going up to October when we go to Belgium and then we play in the British Steel Festival in France and there will be another couple of other gigs coming up around that time in Europe as well. So it's nice that we're starting to get quite a few gigs on the roll, um, especially now that this new album's out. So we'll, we'll be quite busy over the summer. There might be a few surprise announcements coming up, but we'll keep that down until we know exactly that's all on the cards. Destination Angels were one of the new wave of British heavy metal bands that helped shape the scene back in the day. Is that legacy a double-edged sword? To have such a past and legacy, does it put extra pressure on you guys for whatever you release now in 2018? Yes, that's, I think pressure will always is a good thing. Pressure is definitely a good thing. You always need pressure when you um, play. Um, I mean, if you look at a, you know, Rolling Stones, when, they, when they're playing on stage, they look totally one of the best relaxed players you know but if they didn't have pressure that wouldn't also you need the pressure to to give you that lift I'm sure of when you're playing um, to have to make sure that you you have that adrenaline going through your system I suppose in a lot of ways um, I think the main, the, the first uh, for us the major problem is when we do a gig do we play a lot of stuff from the old days and more from the new days so this has actually started to come up because yeah the, the, our fans and you know we those early days of early songs that people um, know they we need to try to emulate those and and you know get in them at, at least at that level or better so it, it, I think with this album we've managed to keep. The, the balance between the new way that we're going and keeping that those old, real, what the fans like about the sound of the Desolation Angel songs. So I think with with the fact that, yeah, this, this album, as we expected, has take, got such good reviews. So it was due to us feeling the pressure that we have to come up with something that's going to be as good as what the fans are going to expect. And... And I think this album will be, um, yeah, will be very well taken by everyone. You joined the band in 2008. How does it feel to be part of such an iconic band? And do you have any projects away from Desolation Angels yourself? No, um, yeah, I, I was very fortunate in the sense um, to, I was on a web, you know, a musician's website. And funnily enough, I put my CV, as you would say, down and, you know, I just was very straightforward and put the bands I enjoy, you know, um, Judas Priest, Bad Company, Ozzy Osbourne, ACDC, Villa Metallica, and as Rob and Keith were reading my profile, they were just, that was tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Everything that I put in that um, profile was, which was just straight from the, my heart in that sense, ticked all the boxes and, and they phoned me up and I went up for an audition and I think it was cancelled a couple of times because of the weather. I had to come from Southampton to London. And then when we went to the audition and plugged the amps in, I think within five minutes it was quite known that, yes, that, that this is the sound and this is what, who, they, who they need, you know, as a, as a bass style and the sound and, and who I was. So I felt that nipped out for a cigarette. And when I came back, yeah, they'd, they'd already made, said, right, that's fine, yeah, are you interested? And I said, yes, it absolutely would be. For sure. So join straight away. As far as any other projects, it's, 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 I, I would just know. I, I keep all my attention on on um, on the band in the sense of music. I do try and play, you know, read or 
look into other types of music and listen to music, but I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be doing any any other sort of music besides the music I'm playing with Desolation Angels. And I understand you saw Desolation Angels years and years ago when you first moved to the country. Is that right? That's right. Yes, I came over from um, Johannesburg, South Africa, in '84. Um, I, I just played with a I was in a, a band called Lynx. And we just recently done a promotional video for a German company, and we were quite well, or very well known in in South Africa, in, in Johannesburg especially. So we were quite bent on going to Europe after our promotional video, and we did a, an EP. However, the band did, did sort of drift apart by the time all the shenanigans were going on. So, but I had already made my mind up. So then I got on the plane, came straight over to London. And um, started playing in bands, and as the years progressed, yeah, we I did play in a, 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 quite a good band, Winter, and we did a lot of uh, marquee gigs. And Desolation Angels were really doing their final gigs before going to the USA. And I saw them at the marquee and a couple of other um, Royal Standard Park, uh, gigs, and it's just really wow, honour to be able to now know, you know that I'm actually playing in the band myself. I would, you know, never in a million years would I have thought at that time that I would be playing with Desolation Angels as they were going off to LA, waving goodbye to um, grim, raining, miserable London as such, I suppose. So, and everyone wanted to go to the States. The States was where, you, where we were all trying to head to. All the, all the musicians I knew in the, the, those days, um, Atom Seed, um, they, they were all off to um, once to go to America. I understand the band played to troops in the Second Gulf War. Are you guys up for going over to Syria and playing for Assad's troops? Well, it'll be an explosive tour, that's for sure. <laughs> it'll be a thunderous tour for sure, right? Eh? Um, yeah, that's um, yeah. I think I think you'd have to say we'd give that one a miss. Actually, I think the the insurance would be pretty high on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm certainly not taking my. I've got a 1960-odd precision bass, and so that's not going anywhere near there. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, the guys they did the. Oh, yeah, that was the Americas. They did the. Um, they did the bases in America, didn't they? When the when the war was on. Wow, yeah. shows you how long ago that was, didn't it? Which two new wave British heavy metal albums would you play to me to introduce me to the scene? Yeah, uh, that's that is a tough one in a lot of ways because there's so many songs. But I would have to say, I'd say Diamond has got to be in there, for, you know, because they were the real starters of a lot of other bands. So, and they're still going and they're still great. So, I am evil. I would say from Diamond Heads, that would be one I'd play you. And it probably got to be Judas Priest personally for me. It's got a Priest number. Um, also, like a Black Sabbath came into mind, um, you know. But I would say Judas Priest just for their, you know, you got another thing coming. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably be the, the riffing on that. So, yeah. So I'd say those would be the two that I would, I'd play to someone if they want to know what some, you know, good new over British heavy metal is all about. What would you say has been the band's biggest achievement, or has it yet to happen? Yet to happen. You've got to say yet to happen because we are still quite you know convinced in a lot you know well, we are still have visions of being able to you know step up this mark and, and get onto the dot you know get up that level go up into the into the whole music sort of and it's changing a lot but I said um, you know they their biggest achievement is 
it's been able to get where they are and the two guitarists reforming the band that was i can imagine that must have been difficult when they came back from america but to reform the band and give it a go give it another shot yeah it's um it's gonna be a um a tough one that is a yeah it'll be a tough one for sure would you want to be starting out in a band in 2018 or are you glad you started when you did yeah the i think there's two pros to that okay the biggest pro to starting a band now is you probably don't have to hump all the amps and cabs that we had to when we were starting in the 80s so you just come with your little whatever you have your box plug your guitar in and choose any sound that you want from any amp so if you can create that sound through the boxes that are available now that's half the problem is is not having to hump loads and loads of gear but the bottom line is no from when we started in bands it was it was a lot more health and safety less this that the other it was a lot more freedom and and being able to go out there and have a good time i think starting a band now will be very very difficult because of the downloads and and uh, yeah there's a lot of bands british um upcoming bands especially where i'm staying uh, southampton toledo steel kane they're all great young bands up and coming but it's such a difficult scene to try and, and get yourself out there and marketed so in our day I think it was a bit, bit I would rather have done it when I was starting out in the 80s and, and try and start out now. If you could choose five artists dead or alive to form a supergroup, who would you choose? Yeah um, that's yeah I think if you also this if you say to that question in this range of new wave of British heavy metal but if you go outside that say personally for me if I had to do a super group and you talk about a super group so that would have to be a super group as in to appeal to a lot of people I suppose um, I'd have to have Prince on guitar Dio on vocals John Entwistle on bass Malcolm Young on rhythm guitar Probably Lars Ulrich on drums. That would be an amazing band. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Wow. That would be amazing. Prince, Prince Malcolm Young. Yeah. And then John and Twistle underneath them all. And then Dio is a wow. great one. What a singer and what a voice. Totally. And Lars Ulrich hitting those skins like he can. I was going to put um, uh, the drummer from The Who, actually, but he was just crazy, insane, wasn't he? Keith Moon. Technic- yeah. Keith Moon. Yeah. Technically, I think, technically Lars is, is a great drummer. Yeah. I was going to put Ian Pert from Rush as well, right. as well, but I think Alas just takes a pure power and so. that double bass drum. Can you tell me why we should buy King? So I've got to say, it's it's the production and the songwriting and the riff of the album is very pleasing to your ear. When you put the album on, I think the the the, the songs are all very varied and. The, the real killer production by rests his soul, Chris Tangaridis. Um, he has done an exceptional job on this album, and we, you know, are honoured to be able to record that with him. And you know, the terrible events of the last five, six weeks, you know, of him passing away, it's has hit us personally quite hard. But he has managed to pull those songs together and produce an album which is excellent quality and production. The songs were great riffs, great songs, great, excellent songwriting in a sense, but Chris Tangerese is just 
put those songs onto a, 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 a sound that is wow. If you play that through your your sound system, you'll put it on again, and you'll listen to it again, and then you'll start picking out each song and listening to each song individually. So, yeah, if you buy the album, you'd have to put some time aside because you're going to want to listen to it quite a few times. Couldn't agree more, and it is a fabulous tribute mm-hmm. to such yeah, a great man. Absolutely, couldn't is, agree more. Yeah. We are so honoured to have been able to um, work with Chris and and his and hear all of his amazing stories and his amazing experiences <laughs> over what yeah. was it you know twenty twenty five years thirty years he was just brilliant yeah absolutely. such a sad loss such a sad loss there's so many losses. Mm. Of brilliant musicians in the last two years it's been quite horrendous really can you give me four words to describe desolation angels heavy metal thunder coming i would say <laughs> we are we do pride ourselves on our sound and our and our heavy sound and and that real power sort of riffing with that rhythm section really pushing everyone along when they come to see us so I would say, yeah, heavy metal thunder on the roll, heavy metal thunder coming. That's what, that, that's what you're going to get from Desolation Angel. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, great to speak to you. Thanks for, thanks for the, the chat. And, yeah, to all our fans, I hope you enjoy the album. I really hope you, you, you come and see us when we're playing. We will, all the gigs are on our website. We will be doing a lot more um, live gigs. There's some announcements going to be coming on the live gigging side, so... As soon as we know that these are all going to be cemented and signed, we'll let you know. But there's lots of good things coming out, and Desolation Angels are going to be in your town very soon. This is Clive Pearson from Desolation Angels, and you're listening to the Metal God's Meltdown.
try.